नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय श्रीमद भागवतम कैंटो वन चैप्टर वन टेक्स्ट नंबर फोर्टीन आपन्न संस्कृति घोरापन्न संस्कृति घोराम विवशो गृण यम विवशो गृण सद्यो विमुच्येत सद्यो विमुच्येत यदिभेति स्वयं भय यदिभेति स्वयं भय आपन्ना एंटेंगल samsritim in the hurdle of birth and death ghoram too complicated yat what nama the absolute name vivasha <coughs> unconsciously grinam chanting tataha from that sadyaha at once vimuchyeta gets freedom yat that which vibheti fears swayam personally bhayam fear itself <coughs> translation living beings who are entangled in a complicated meshes of birth and death can be freed immediately by even unconsciously chanting the holy name of krishna which is feared by fear personified this is a very nice verse i'll read the translation again living beings who are entangled in a complicated meshes of birth and death can be freed immediately by even unconsciously chanting the holy name of krishna which is feared by fear personified purport vasudeva or lord krishna the absolute personality of godhead <clears throat> is the supreme controller of everything there's no one in creation who is not afraid of the 
rage of the Almighty. Great Asuras like Ravana, Hiranyakashipu, Kamsa and others who were very powerful living entities were all killed by the personality of Godhead. And the Almighty Vasudeva has empowered his name with the powers of his personal self. Everything is related to him and everything has its identity in him. It is stated herein that the name of Krishna is feared even by fear personified. Yat bibheti swayam bhayam. Fear is afraid of Krishna. Yat bibheti swayam bhayam. This indicates that the name of Krishna is none different from Krishna. Therefore, the name of Krishna is as powerful as Lord Krishna himself. There is no difference at all. Anyone, therefore, can take advantage of the holy names of Lord Sri Krishna, even in the midst of greatest dangers. The transcendental name of Krishna, even though uttered unconsciously or by force of circumstances, can help one obtain freedom from the hurdle of birth and death. So, Prabhupada is mentioning here that even somebody unconsciously utters the transcendental name of Krishna. Or even by force, somebody is forced to chant Hare Krishna. <clears throat> or even by circumstances, he, is, he has no other alternative but he, ch- he has to chant Hare Krishna. Then still he becomes immediately free from hurdle of birth and death. This is a very great thing. So now we will examine this verse of Srimad Bhagavatam, first canto, first chapter, text number 14. What is this text number 14 saying? Apanna samsruti goram yannama vivasogranantato sadyo vimuchyata yad vibheti swayam bayam omagyanata miranda sagyananjana shalakaya Chakshurun militam yana tasmai shri gurave namaha shri chaitanya mano vishtam sapitam yena bhutale swayam rupa kadamahyam dadati swapadantikam. So, we are studying the questions that are asked by the sages of Namisharanya and then in answer to these questions, Sutta Goswami is saying this. Uh, uh, Sutta Goswami will be replying uh, these questions. So that is this chapter dealing with uh, the subject matter of Srimad Bhagavatam, the preliminary subject matter. What is the preliminary subject matter? That is being addressed here 
that this samshruti is ghoram. This material world is very troublesome. We try to get relief in this material world by different means. Everybody wants to have some relief. <clears throat> Just like dunking in the water, there used to be punishment. Dunking in the water, water punishment. So, when this uh, uh, criminal person is put inside the water, he is struggling to come out, but he cannot come out because they force him to stay inside water. Very powerful people are pressing him, his head, under the water. And because of that, now he cannot come out. So in the water, you know that you cannot breathe. If you try to breathe, you will swallow water and you will die anyway. So, the person is struggling for only one thing. That is, the air, fresh air, breathing. He can't. So after he struggles for a minute or something, then they bring him up. So he comes out in the open atmosphere and, ah, so nice. It's the most wonderful thing that happened in my life. I can breathe. That time you can ask him, Sir, would you like to have a rasgulla? No, I have no interest in rasgulla or anything. Just the fresh air. I'm happy. So this is the definition of happiness in the material world. Relief. From samsruti ghoram. This... Material energy, the mother nature, is constantly punishing the living entities. And for a few moments or a few days or for a little time, he is able to feel some relief. That's why people need to have some sleep, because in the sleep also you get some relief. All day working hard, struggling, dealing with all kinds of problems... So the person feels tired at the time of, in the evening, late in the night, now he's feeling sleepy. <clears throat> so when he goes to sleep, he feels some relief. And when he wakes up, then he feels little freshness. That Okay, now I'm not so tired. I'm feeling fresh. So this relief cycle is there. But people say that is happiness. So this is wrong conception. Why? Because you have come to samsruti ghoram. You have come to a place where you're going to be punished. No matter whether you like it, you don't like it, you are subject to punishment. You will have to go through troubles in life. So that is being addressed here by the sages. That people, specifically in this day and age in Kali Yuga, there is more trouble and less and less relief, more struggle. Everybody has to struggle hard just to make the two ends meet. They have to work so hard. Five days a week, sometimes six days a week. I know some people, they have to work seven days a week. 
just go out and work hard. So, <clears throat> most of the population is engaged in this kind of hard work. Samshruti Goram. And they are looking for relief. That's all they can look forward to. Because they have no idea of happiness. What is the real happiness? That's out of question. But, here, they say that Yannama, we were so grinan. By mistake, if you chant the holy name, just by mistake, or by force of circumstances, or by, uh, even if you are like unconscious, you are sleeping, and in sleep, you suddenly wake, wake up and, ah, Ram, 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 ah. Just accidentally chanted, Hare Krishna. I didn't want to chant, I had no idea, but I ended up chanting anyways. Then what is the result? Tato sadhya vimucheta. Immediately you are liberated personality. Free from birth and death. Why is that? Yad vibheti Vayam bhayam, because fear personified is afraid of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Krishna. He is the original Supreme Personality, as we know from Bhagavatam, from very beginning, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. From the first verse, it is established that Eklaishwar Krishna, only Krishna he is the original Supreme and everybody, all the incarnations coming from him, all energies coming from him, material world, spiritual, everything coming from him, created by him, is the most powerful personality. So similarly, because his holy name is none different from him, even the holy name is so powerful, just as much powerful as Krishna's personality, that by mistake, even if somebody chants, then Yamaraj, he is the Swayambhayam. He is the, as soon as you think about Yamaraj, you think about Bhayam, fearfulness. Because he has very big, humongous servants. We are like five, six, seven feet tall, maybe somebody is the tallest, you know, very tall person, maybe seven feet. But these are 20, 30 feet tall people, Yamadutas. So, <clears throat> anybody who has seen Yamaduta once even in his lifetime, he can never forget him. Because uh, once you have seen him, he's, these Yamadutas, they are so fearful. And they are so ruthless and cruel personalities. It is described in our scriptures that who is qualified, who becomes a Yamaduta. Also, there's a long description about it. But anyway, these, these people are very, very big, fearful, and they are merciless. They drag the living entity out of the body. And this is the most painful experience one can have in life. It's the end of life. One lifetime, end of lifetime experience. And everybody has that experience. 
but we have forgotten but it's still there in the subconscious in the memory bank that experience is there but somehow there is the arrangement that we cannot remember because it's so painful that even if we remember this that oh last life yamadutas dragged me out of my body and he took me to the court and then i had to go to the this hellish punishments uh oh that was very painful so all these things are there in the memories everybody has no matter people say oh i don't remember anything yeah of course you don't remember we can't remember even you know what we were doing one year before or 10 years before the memory is not so sharp especially in this day and age very hard to remember what to speak of last life or last but last seven lifetimes what kind of pains and pleasures i went through what kind of hellish punishments i went through nobody can remember it <clears throat> but by chance if somebody remembers this yamaduta he can never forget this personality because he is the most fearful person yamaduta and yamaraj is the superintendent of all the yamadutas he is the one who finally decides what kind of punishment you're going to get for your bad actions that you performed in this lifetime so uh this is the uh uh fear and all the different religions if you go in christian christianity if you go in islam or any uh they the only thing they teach you is become fearful of god be afraid and i have heard i don't know for uh, sure but uh, in islam muslim religion they say god is not happy with you so don't go close to him just pray from a distance because <coughs> he is angry with you so they have some kind of definition of angry god so in christianity also they have some conception about god but mostly they uh, uh teach their uh, followers that be afraid fear of god so uh, anyway this is there but now here it says that there is no reason to be afraid of god why because he is not just a cruel personality or he is not like a yamaraj sitting and judging everybody and deciding whether you go to hell or you go to heaven he is not at all that's not his business so god in his complete form in his eternal form how he is that you can only learn from shrimad bhagavatam from brahma samhita from the vedic literatures there is no other source in the world you cannot learn from anywhere else so here the sages they want to know all these details and uh, they are saying that the the holy name of god is so powerful just as god himself lord krishna krishna's two bhagwan swam krishna is the supreme god 
original supreme personality full of all the aishwaryas shad aishwarya purna so he is so powerful that everybody even the demigods are afraid of him yamaraj is afraid even the demons are afraid most powerful demons propad mentions here what the most powerful demons historically propad is mentioning ravan kumbha kumbhakarna hiranyakashipu and kamsa these are very powerful demons and they were killed by krishna and his incarnations ravan was killed by lord ramchandra when krishna came as lord ram he killed <coughs> in the uh, war uh, lord ramchandra went to lanka and then there was the battle so ravan was ultimately killed all his army his brothers everybody killed so hiranyakashipu also like that very powerful demon killed by lord narsinghadev krishna came as half lion and half man form to save his devotee prahlad and then uh, hiranyakashipu the most powerful demon was killed that is in the sixth canto description and then kamsa was in the 10th canto how he was killed in mathura he was very powerful extremely powerful <clears throat> but he was killed by a 12 13 year old boy krishna very easily why yat bibheti swayam bhayam krishna if there is nobody can survive against krishna mare krishna rakhe ke rakhe krishna mare if krishna wants to kill someone nobody can save him these powerful people they were so powerful and on top of it they had protection of lord shiva ravan was a devotee of lord shiva uh, also kamsa was great devotee of lord shiva but lord shiva said sorry i can't save you i can't do anything because he is even my master lord krishna is the supreme master i'm always chanting his names how can i save you when he wants to kill you so krishna is the most powerful and uh, in vrindavan also we see little baby krishna killing the demons who have come to kill krishna very easily day before yesterday we were discussing uh lord balram's appearance day festival we were talking about how lord balram killed some of these demons in vrindavan big demons then kasura prallambasura etc in dwarka also dwarka lila also he killed some so today we will discuss some of the demons that are killed by krishna in vrindavan <clears throat> because this is the main job of the devotee thank you prabhu that devotee wants to know how krishna is the all powerful personality and i depend completely on the mercy of krishna 
So Krishna will definitely protect me in any circumstances. Any kind of situation comes, Krishna can definitely avasyarakshibik Krishna. So the sadhaka, as sadhak devotees, we have when we are performing our sadhana, bhakti, then we have so many challenges, so many obstacles also coming in our way. And in order to cross these uh, obstacles, uh, we need to take full shelter of Lord Sri Krishna. So, obstacles, some of the obstacles we can remove ourselves, the easy ones. But the difficult ones we cannot remove, so those we pray to Krishna, Krishna can remove. So in order to remove these obstacles, we have to read Srimad Bhagavatam, specifically 10th Canto, how Krishna killed the demons. And uh, also Krishna book, Prabhupada said, Krishna book you must read every day. He told the devotees, every day you must read Krishna book. How Krishna killed a particular demon. Just read again and again. Till all your obstacles from... Because these demons have their very strong influence in the heart of everyone. In the material world, the conditioned souls are captured by these powerful demons in their heart. And because of that, they are undergoing punishment, suffering, troubles, miseries. So much problems, they are going through life after life. But they don't know how to come out of it. So, Prabhupada said, that these demons are harassing you and the only way you can get rid of them nashtaprayeshu abhadreshu nityam bhagavat sevaya nashtapraya see first when you start studying bhagavatam what happens is every day day after day week after week year after year when you are continuously studying bhagavatam then these demons who are sitting in your heart giving you trouble, they become like dead people. They were very powerful before, but because of the influence of Bhagavatam, now they are becoming nastapraya. They, they are almost like dead. They are just lying unconscious inside your heart. They can't do any damage now, because they are just lying very uh, weak and unconscious. They have no strength. They lose all their strength. As more and more Bhagavatam you study, more and more Bhagavatam you hear, they become Nashtapraya. So, the first one, who is the first demon that came in Krishna Leela? Uh, when Lord Krishna was born, he was just a little baby of few days. Huh? Putana? Putana came, yes. So Putana, she was the witch and she, her favorite activity was to eat the little babies. So Kamsa had uh, sent her to kill Krishna, eat him up. She came dressed up nicely as a gopi of Vrindavan. Everybody got cheated by her mother Yashoda, mother Rohini, everybody, all the Brajwasis. They thought she is some nice girl from the village, our own village. And she walked inside the bedroom where Krishna was in the cradle. 
she came and looked at Krishna and Krishna is looking at her. And Krishna said, oh, oh, she's not a Vrajavasi gopi. This girl is a demon. She's just dressed up very nicely. But she has actually come to kill kill me. So, never mind. It's too bad. First thing I have to do, I've just come to this material world and the first thing I have to do is kill a woman. This is not a good idea, but what can I... Thank you. So, <clears throat> Krishna, he little baby Krishna, he closed his eyes because he didn't like the idea. And plus, also he thought, this is an abominable woman, the witch. She has killed so many innocent babies. What a horrible kind of life. Who wants to kill little babies and eat them? So, Krishna closed his eyes in disgust. Then, Putana, she's looking at little baby Krishna and he's so beautiful. Even the demons get attracted. So, she had a mixed feeling. On one side, she had a little motherly feeling. Such a nice baby and I'm dressed like a gopi. I wish I can be his mother. And on the other hand, she remembered, Oh, my master, Kamsa, he has ordered me to kill Krishna. So, he, she picked up the baby Krishna. And <coughs> she had smeared poison on her breast. So, give this baby little poison, deadly Kalakuta poison. Baby will be killed. And my purpose will be served. Kamsa will be very happy. He will reward me. So Krishna, he sucked out, he sucked the breast of this Putra and he sucked out her life air and released her from this demoniac body, sent her back to uh, back, back to Godhead, gave her the position of a mother. Kamva dayalu sharanam rajema. Jigam saya apya sadvi. Tato dhatri uchitam tatonya kamva dayalu sharanam rajema. Aho bakiyam stanakala kutam. That this baki, bakasura's sister, utna. Kalakuta poison she has smeared and she came to kill Krishna. But Krishna very kindly said, never mind. I will give you the position of my mother because you want to give me your breast milk. Don't worry about the poison thing. Krishna is overlooking. And he gave her uh, the position of mother, nurse in the spiritual world. Delivered her immediately. So that pastime is there. So this Putana which is representing one of the anarthas, that is the anartha of false guru. In the beginning when somebody is a seeker of the truth or he wants to know about the higher values of life, then he may meet not a real guru, not a bona fide spiritual master, but a false guru. That this guru 
he he is dressed up as a guru but he is not a guru at all uh, why because he will cheat his disciples and he will make their lives more miserable he is after money or prestige or he has some uh, weird kind of philosophy so many problems you find these gurus all over in india fake gurus they dress up as gurus but they are actually not at all devotees of krishna they have nothing to do with krishna uh, they are in uh, nefarious business so these are the representatives of putna they are described as the putna chela chela of putna fake gurus putna is the uh, so that uh, obstacle can only be removed you can avoid the fake gurus only by studying krishna book how krishna kills putna which <clears throat> then who is the next demon that krishna killed in vindava in gokul that was uh, shakatasura shakatasura came and uh, uh, a cart demon and krishna was put under the cart and madhya shoda she was busy doing the ceremonies and that time shaktasura the demon who was hiding in the cart he wanted to kill krishna but krishna he kicked the cart and the cart just flew over and was this uh, dismembered uh, completely broken into pieces just by krishna's little kick just imagine krishna is a little baby not even one year old or anything just a few days old <clears throat> and uh, the cart demon was killed by his kick how much powerful is krishna even as a baby he can kill very powerful demons this shaktasu represents the bad habits that when you are trying to become a devotee in the beginning the bad habits might might harass you one time uh, we uh, went to a home one uh, gentleman he said uh, <coughs> I'm a devotee and uh, I would like you devotees to come to my home do kirtan. So we said okay that's very nice. We'll go. So we went to his house and uh we did the kirtan and everything and then one devotee he noticed that in there was a little corner bar table and, and then there was a liquor bottle sitting there so uh, devotee said sir you are saying you are devotee of krishna but why you have this liquor bottle devotees don't drink this is not very good idea you must get rid of it <clears throat> 
So this man, he said, oh, no, 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 I don't drink liquor. This is just, I have kept it. You know, people, they keep in their house 10%, 20%, or even sometimes 50% of the things that they bring inside. They never use it, and it's just sitting there. But they don't like to throw it away. Just, you know, the things are sitting there for months, two months, six months, a year, two years, five years. But nobody is going to use it, but they don't want to throw it away. They just keep it. So this man said, I have just kept it. I am not, I, I don't drink. I'm not going to drink it. This is just for emergency purpose. If somebody gets a cut, the bleeding, then I can use it as an antiseptic, bottle of whiskey. I can use it as an antiseptic. So devotees said, but there are so many antiseptics available in the store. You can, you know, uh, there are bandages and there's uh, antiseptic gauze and there's uh, antiseptic cream and there's uh, uh, so many things spirit are available. You don't have to keep this thing. So finally he agreed. So uh, the bad habits are there in the heart and the Shaktasur demon is the representative. He is the one who is causing you to stick to your bad habits. So the devotee may think, I have no use for these bad habits, but they are there in, in my heart anyway, just keep them. No, they should not be kept. The bad habits should be given up by replacing good habits. <clears throat> so we know four bad habits that are the most detrimental bad habits. That devotee immediately gives up these four bad habits. And he replaces with good habits. So that is Shaktasura. Then the third demon that was killed by Krishna is Trinavarta. Trinavarta demon was a whirlwind yogi. And uh, he represents the speculative uh, philosophies. People come up with all kinds of ideas. I am going to become God. Some people, they come to the temple, Iskan temple. I'm joining Iskan so I can become God. It looks very strange that how somebody can join Iskan to become God. But some people, they have this idea in the very beginning, then devotees explain them. That we are eternal Jivar Swarupoy Nitya Krishna. We are eternal servants of Krishna. There's no question of becoming God. Lord Krishna, Supreme Personality, He's already God. And we just have to become nice servants. So, uh, this uh, Trinavarta, He represents this obstacle of uh, strange weird philosophy, speculation. Then the fourth demon that Krishna killed was Vatsasura. Vatsasura is the desire for sense gratification. There is a very strong desire for to enjoy with the senses in the consciousness of the conditioned soul. He is captured by this 
idea that I want to enjoy with my senses. Uncontrolled. When this uh, sense of enjoyment desire becomes uncontrolled, that is a major obstacle. That is what Sasura represented in this particular obstacle in the heart. So when Krishna kills Vatsasura demon, he became, he took a form of a small Vatsa, small calf. And he mixed with the other calves. Krishna saw that this calf is not, not the real calf. He is a demon who is coming from Kamsa. So he lifted him up, circled him around and round and round. And this Vatsa, uh, this uh, calf demon, he gave up his life. So <clears throat> it, it is not very easy to catch a calf. You know, calf is running here and there. If you've seen, but uh, Krishna, he, he caught caught this calf uh, very easily, uh, and uh, and uh, then circled him and killed him. So this Vatsasura demon is representing the uncontrolled sense gratification. This is a major. This can be a major obstacle in the life of somebody who wants to become a devotee. He has to learn how to give up this desire for sense gratification, and it's not easy unless he reads this pastime of Krishna killing Vatsasura again and again and again till his desire for sense gratification goes away. As he reads this pastime again and again, more and more, finally his sense gratification goes away. Because Krishna, he's the killer of Vatsasura. Then the next one was the Bakasura demon. Bakasura is the Baka. He's the brother of Baki, Putana. And uh, he is, he, he came as a very great crane. Uh, what is called Bagula Baka <clears throat> crane so humongous tall 50 feet gigantic crane and he wanted to pick up little Krishna when Krishna and covered boys were playing in the forest he wanted to pick him up and swallow him so Krishna said okay Go ahead. So, uh, when Krishna uh, was swallowed by this Bakasura, he went in the throat and Krishna became extremely hot, like fire. And his throat got burnt and he spit him out. But because of his throat burning, he became unconscious, fell on the ground, and Krishna picked up the uh, the two beak, the beak of Bakasura, and bifurcated him, killed him. So this particular demon Bakasura is the cheating tendency of the conditioned soul, hypocrisy, hypocritical. So this tendency is also there uh, as an obstacle, and. Uh, it has to be, uh, uh, it has to be curtailed or given up. No hypocrisy. Devotee is very simple-hearted, simple mind. Hare Krishna. 
आइए तो ये नॉट एट ऑल कॉम्प्लिकेटेड और चीटिंग बिकॉज डिपोटी हीज नथिंग टू गेन इन दिस मटेरियल वर्ल्ड इज ओनली इंटरेस्ट इज टू सर्व कृष्णा एंड मेक कृष्णा हैप्पी सो बिकॉज ऑफ दैट ही इज एबल टू रिमेन प्योर विदाउट एनी चीटिंग टेंडेंसी सो बाई स्टिंग द बकासूर फैस टाइम ऑफ कृष्णा यू कैन इजिली गेट रेड ऑफ दिस बकासूर डीमन इफेक्ट इन द हार्ट इन द हार्ट इन द कॉन्शियसनेस इफ देर इज एनी चीटिंग टेंडेंसी इट विल गो अवे वेन यू रीड हाउ कृष्ण किल्ड बकासूर दैट्स द फिफ्थ ऑब्स्टेकल दैट वी आर स्टडिंग टूडे हाउ कृष्ण इज किलिंग इवन एज अ लिटल बेबी एज अ लिटल बॉय फर्स्ट ही किल्ड उतना सेकेंड वन he uh, krishna killed in gokul vrindavan anybody knows here shakatasura the cart demon remember who was the third demon that krishna killed trinavarta the whirlwind demon yes and the fourth one that krishna killed was after the uh, trinavarta is the the little calf the calf demon vatsasura and the fifth one that we discussed is the bakasura the bakasura is the crane what do you call the duck the duck demon so uh, krishna uh, when he kills these demons and we we read from krishna book what we get is all our problems from the heart go away and when the problems go away from heart then the world becomes a nice enjoyable very beautiful place like vaikuntha for us for the devotee the world is a very happy place because these demons who were harassing him in the heart they are killed by krishna as soon as we read krishna book the more we read again and again how krishna is killing these demons so we discuss this five demons day before yesterday we had discussed about uh, lord balram killing different demons so these are the obstacles <clears throat> anartha inside the heart and they have to be removed and uh, these big ones can only be removed by krishna and balram so today we discussed about the uh, this five particular the beginning ones the five demons you have any uh, suggestions or any questions or you want to talk about any other demon how krishna killed agasura or aristasura or who are the other demons krishna killed in vrindavan keshi remember all these big big demons krishna killed very easily so that is the most beautiful part of the bhagavatam 10th canto the very enjoyable part for devotee devotees take enjoyment when krishna killed these demons then devotees said jai all glories to krishna and the demigods they are showering flowers from the sky because they knew that nobody can kill these big demons and krishna is doing a great big favor uh, by killing these demons 
the world will be a happy place because these are uh, very detrimental to people, uh, harassing, killing people, innocent people, innocent children. So these were these demons when they are killed, everybody was happy. Especially the saintly personalities, the sages, the demigods, they all became very happy. So similarly, devotees also become very happy when Krishna kills a demon. And sometimes we celebrate like in Janmashtami festival. We have a particular drama we uh, perform to, to like, uh, you know, Krishna killing some particular one or two demons how he is killing. Or sometimes devotees, they do drama, how Krishna lifted Govardhan hill and protected his devotees. So Krishna is always uh, thinking how I can protect my devotees, how I can make my devotees happy. And devotees are always thinking how I can make Krishna happy. So this is the competition between the devotees and Krishna. They are always trying to make one another, each other happy. So this secret is revealed here. And it is said in this verse that even if somebody by mistake chants the holy name, then immediately he is free from the cycle of birth and death. Not consciously chanting. Consciously, very attentively chanting is on another level. That's, that's very high level. And gradually you can achieve that level. But even in the beginning, by mistake, if somebody says, Hare Krishna, how are you, Hare Krishna? Krishna, oh my Krishna, anything. Then immediately you are free from the cycle of birth and death. That is what is saying. Samsruti Ghoram, from this very painful, troublesome samsara. Yan Nama Vivasogrenan. Huh? Uh, we can do it. Uh, I, I can finish in few minutes. So, uh, so we were so grinan. So this is the uh, in troublesome world. If you take shelter of the holy name, even by mistake, immediately you are free. But devotee, he. Uh, one who wants to become serious, sincere devotee, who wants to chant very attentively, nicely, then he is advised in Bhagavatam and in all our uh, scriptures what he should do. Tadvigyanartham sa gurum eva abhikachet. Samit pani shrotriyam brahmanistham shabde parecha nishnatam. What kind of spiritual master you should take shelter of? This is from Mundak Upanishad. That you must take the bona fide spiritual master who is uh, himself a very uh, samitpani, very humble servant of his own guru. He has shrotriyam, he has heard perfectly about Krishna from his guru. And uh, Brahman, he's Totally dedicated to serve Krishna 24 hours a day. He's serving Krishna. No other business. Samit Pani Shabde Pare. And he is expert in chanting the holy names. 
he is able to chant purely the holy name hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare hare ram hare ram 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 or uh, he is constantly chanting hare krishna and he is uh, uh, when you hear him chanting hare krishna mahamantra and you follow in his footsteps he is teaching you how to chant hare krishna and you are as according to his instruction when you are chanting hare krishna then you are also able to chant the holy name purely so chaitanya mahaprabhu is giving the whole process he gives the example of mali the gardener put the seed in the, uh, of the bhakti lata beej the seed of the bhakti lata plant the creeper and then water by shravan kirtan and the bhakti lata grows gradually goes up up and all the way to the spiritual world penetrating all the uh layers of universe penetrating all the vaikunth loka finally reaching the golokdham vrindavan and approaching the lotus feet of lord krishna and then there are fruits of love of godhead so devotee can have all these fruits and he can distribute all these fruits so that is lord chaitanya mahaprabhu's uh instruction and guidance uh, how to uh, chant the holy name he says नाम्ना मकारी बहुधा निज सर्वशक्ति तत्रता नियमित स्मरण कालादृशी तव कृपा भगवन ममापि दुर्दीदृशम इहाजनी नानुराग दैट माई डियर लॉर्ड इन योर होली नेम ऑल द एनर्जीज आर इन्क्लूडेड होली नेम एज अस पावरफुल एज योर सेल्फ नाम चिंतामणि कृष्ण से चैतन्य रस विग्रह nitya mukta uh, what is that nam chintamani krishnasya chaitanya rasa purna shuddha nitya mukta abhinnatva nam namina that na, holy name is not different from the lord krishna himself when we are chanting hare krishna the lord krishna is present in his name we just have to figure out how we can get attracted to this holy name because uh, in madhya leela it says nitya siddha krishna prem sadhya kabunai shravanaadi shuddha chitte karahu udai that this krishna prem is already there in the heart but you have to uh, the krishna prem is there in the heart you have to just uh, excuse me so you have to uh, just what you have to do is shravanaadi shuddha chitte you have to hear from the pure devotee guru uh, shravan and then kirtan then your love for krishna will rise up in your heart automatically because it's already there so kali santran upanishad says hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare hare हरे राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे इति षोडशकम नामना कली कलम शनाशनम नातो पर तरोपाय सर्ववेदेशु दृश्यते दैट दिस षोडश 16th लेवल महामंत्र हरे कृष्ण महामंत्र दिस इज द जिस्ट ऑफ ऑल द स्क्रिप्चर्स ऑल द नॉलेज एंड इन कली यू गॉट नथिंग एल्स विल वर्क but only this mahamantra will work if you take full shelter of this hari krishna mahamantra then you have solved all the problems 
otherwise the problems are there but if you want to solve all the problems for yourself and once you solve all the problems then you help others to solve their problems so in adi puran lord krishna says gitva cha mama namani vicharen mama sannidau iti bravi miti satyam kritoham tasya arjuna that arjun one thing i want to tell you iti that uh, anybody who is chanting my names very sincerely chanting hari krishna maha mantra uh he is the dear most personality for me he is the most dear person and i love him so much that i am totally sold out to him because in his heart there is nobody else but only me so i am also only dedicated to him to this devotee who is chanting hari krishna so gitva cha mama namani so lord krishna himself in adi puran he is saying this that uh, uh, his favorite personality is somebody the devotee who is totally absorbed in chanting the hari krishna mahamantra so lord chaitanya mahaprabhu is saying lord krishna is saying all the great acharyas of our guru parampara the bona fide spiritual master everybody with one voice is saying what are they saying that chanting hare naam hare naam hare naam evo kevalam kalau naaste vanaaste gati anyatha that only the hari naam hare krishna mahamantra is the only remedy the bhaktivinoda uh, thakur says enechi aushadi maya nasi baro lagi hari naam mahamantra lau tumi magi that only remedy uh, the only uh, upay is that this aushadi this medicine you take hari naam and with this maya nasi baro lagi the witch of maya will uh, go away and will never be able to harass you if you take this aushadi bhaktivinoda thakur says that uh take the hari krishna mahamantra and maya will never be able to capture you again so all the great authorities including prabhupada bhakti siddhant maharaj gorkishor bhakti nathakur all the guru parampara sat goswami chaitanya mahaprabhu everybody is telling us to take full shelter of the holy name and that is being discussed in this verse today that how if we take shelter of the holy name of krishna then we achieve the success in life and then we can help others janma sarthak kari kar parupkar once your life is successful then you want to help others that is natural for a devotee devotee is not recommended to go in a secluded place and then uh, he is not uh, uh, thinking that i just want to deliver myself but i don't care about other people 
I'll go in Himalaya mountains or I'll go in the forest and I'll live in a hut. No. Devotee, he wants to go out and preach. Uh, distribute very freely this knowledge and the holy name. And we see this in the example of Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada, even when he was Grihastha, he was a householder. What he did? He did his pharmacy business. He went to all different cities in India uh, to carry out his business. He was manufacturing the medicine and also he was marketing. So when he was going in different cities, he also gave Bhagavatam classes, Bhagavatam, uh, Bhagavad Gita discourses he would give. And uh, the preaching was going on all throughout his life, traveling and preaching. Even his business is going on and his preaching is going on. And when he came to America, what he did? Same thing. He came to New York and then all different cities. And he was a 70-year-old man, 72-year-old, 75-year-old man. But he is traveling tirelessly. It is just amazing to see the compassion of Prabhupada, that how much he is... uh, Caring about the people, suffering humanity, that he was, even though his body is very weak, his health is not in very good shape. After 70, 75, your health is not uh, cooperating very nicely. Naturally, there will be problems. But he neglected, he did not pay too much attention. He tried to remain in good health, but uh, uh, the age factor is there. But he never bothered about, never got, he he kept on traveling non-stop, 14 times all around the world, and delivered hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people. Everybody in America wanted to become devotee of Krishna in Prabhupada's time. All the young people they wanted to become Iskan devotees. So, this is the uh, uh, determination of the devotee that I have gotten the most valuable treasure. Now, I want to distribute. The more you distribute this treasure of Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam and the Holy Name, the more you become enriched in life. So this is what we are learning from the example of Srila Prabhupada. Also all the gurus, Guru Parampara, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they all did the same thing. But Prabhupada is the prime example of how even at, a, at an old advanced age, taking all kinds of trouble, suffering the heart attack and suffering the stroke and everything, going through so much physical inconveniences, uh, everything, but never stopping. This is his determination that I want to help people. And devotees, they are the only ones who can understand and develop this gratitude that my Guru Maharaj, he saved my life. Now I want to do something good to make him happy. I want to take his instruction, the the example that he has given. I want to do the same thing, follow in his footsteps. 
follow his instruction. So this is the, the real devotee definition. He does not want to just think that if I can get my own moksha, I'm happy. I don't care about people. They're sinful rascals anyway. I, I don't I don't want to deliver anybody. No. Devotee does not think like that. He is anxious to help anyone and everyone. So the, that is being uh, what we see here in Bhagavatam, the sages of Namisharanya and the uh, uh, Sutta Goswami, their example. They want to help everybody. That's why they are discussing Srimad Bhagavatam. Same thing with Shukdev Goswami and Parikshit Maharaj. Same thing with Narad Muni and Yudhishthir Maharaj. All these great personalities in Bhagavatam. They are concerned about helping people, other people. Not just for myself, but help others. So that is the main principle for devotee that is being discussed here. Uh, and the example, shining example is Srila Prabhupada. So I will stop here. If you want to share this or give any idea, if you like to uh, comment uh, or ask anything, you can go ahead right now. Most welcome. We discuss this verse of Srimad Bhagavatam, first canto, first chapter, text number 14. Apanna samsruti goram yannama vibhushogranan tata sadyo vimucheta yad vibheti swayambhaya Living beings who are entangled in a complicated meshes of birth and death can be freed immediately by even unconsciously chanting the holy name of Krishna, which is feared by fear personified. Thank you very much. Srimad Bhagavat... Yes, Prabhu. Huh? Yes, unconsciously chanting. No, he is free. He is. It says, "Sansruti ghoram yannama vivasho granam sadyor vimuchyata." Vimuchyata means liberation. He gets liberation even if he is by uh, accidentally or by force, if he chants the holy name, he is freed from the samsriti, from sansara, from this cycle of birth and death. He is free. So now he is a free citizen. He is walking, he is living his life, but he is free from the cycle of birth and death. He will, he is eligible for liberation. So he does not have to repeat the cycle of birth and death again. He is a free, free man. But that is just a, just a very minimum that you can get even by chanting in any condition. But then that is not the end point, that's the beginning point. Devotee, he wants to chant not just unconsciously, like in the beginning when we become, somebody becomes a devotee, then he, devotees are chanting, but he's sleeping and chanting, sleeping and dozing off. Then Hare Krishna, 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 Hare
So unconsciously chanting. He is not paying any attention. He is not really, but unconsciously. So you want to learn how to chant purely. That is your purpose as a devotee. So that's why you get the guru, the spiritual master. He teaches you. Bonafide spiritual master, he teaches you how to chant the pure holy name. And then you are not unconscious. Then gradually, gradually all the obstacles are removed. And you are able to get attracted to the holy name. Now you chant with taste. The taste is developing inside your heart. And the taste is increasing and increasing more and more. And finally you reach the Krishna Prema stage. When you are with Krishna uh, all the time, you can see Krishna's pastimes in Vrindavan. And you are able to chant automatically. So that is the final stage. So you want to reach that final stage of Krishna Prema. That's the purpose of joining Iskand movement. That is the purpose of uh, Prabhupada telling us that this this is why I'm giving you initiation. It is not the purpose that you whole life you chant unconsciously. No. Yes, that's the beginning, yes. Yes, that liberation is not, it may not be complete liberation. See, devotee is <clears throat> not so much worried about liberation. Liberation is automatic for devotee. Because he's unconsciously, unconsciously chanting anyway. Uh, if not consciously. But the, the, the main thing is that devotee, he wants to make his guru happy. And he wants to make Krishna happy. This is his purpose. So therefore... Uh, because of this, his desire, intense desire to make Guru and Krishna happy, he's able to always remain with Guru and Krishna, and he's able to go all the way to the topmost liberation. He achieves the topmost liberation in Golok Vrindavan with Krishna. So, so that is available only to the devotee in Iskan. That is not available anywhere, anywhere in the world. So devotee, he does not just, he's not just happy with some kind of liberation. There are five kinds of liberations. But devotee, he says, I don't, uh, I'm not, I'm not aiming for these five kind of liberations. I'm just, my aim is to make my guru and Krishna happy. That is the purpose of. Yeah, they're liberated. The, according to this verse in Bhagavatam, and also Haridas Thakur also mentions that, that even in Namabhas stage you get liberation. So Namabhas, the holy name is chanted in Namabhas, also gives you liberation. Yeah, so, so the Namabhas can happen even to a Muslim. He is not even a devotee, but by mistake he chants Hare Krishna or Krishna. And he, because he has chanted in Namabhas, he is eligible for liberation. So there are Bhaktivinoda Thakur in Harinam Chintaman, he is discussing the whole philosophy of the Holy Name uh, in a very short summary form. So uh, uh, Namabhas is... Yeah, it is very, it seems very easy. The big, big yogis and sages, they are also arguing 
like that, that how come for liberation, for hundreds of lifetimes, we are trying and trying and trying for just to get liberation and we cannot even get it after hundreds of lifetimes. And you are saying, just by chanting even by mistake in Namabas, you can get liberation? Yes, this is the power of the holy name, because Krishna is fully present in the holy name. So even in Namabas is like, before the sunrise, there is a little light. The sun is not out, you cannot see the sun. But right before the sunrise in the morning, early morning, Brahma Muhurta, there is some light in the sky. So Namabas is like that. The holy name is not manifest yet, but the light is there. So that that initial liberation, that is the Namabas. That you get by... Uh, by <laughs> That's what it says here. Apanna samsruti goram yan nama vivasho grinan. Vivasho means uh, unconsciously and uh, uh, or by force. Somebody is for, forced to chant. He's not. He doesn't want to chant just by force or by accidentally or by unconsciously. He's chanting. Yes, it's a very beginning, very, very extremely beginning. Huh? Yeah, you can have your own interpretations or um, based on the scripture, your understanding from the scriptures, you can come to different conclusions that, you know, that is a debate you can have. But uh, the, what the verse is saying here, you have to you have to stick to the the meaning of the verse that you are studying. The verse is saying that these sages are saying that the holy name is so powerful that even unconsciously or by force, if you chant the holy name, you are immediately vimuchyata, you are liberated. So we cannot make any other meaning from this verse. Because Prabhupada is sticking to the same meaning and he's explaining the same thing in his purport also. So we only can discuss from the purport and from the verse. Then, you know, if you want to understand the theology of the Holy Name, there's so much detail. Then you have to study very carefully. Uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur has a lot. Uh, and uh, specifically Harinam Chintamani book. You have to study very carefully. Then you understand the theology behind the Holy Name. How much powerful is the Holy Name of Krishna. So uh, that's a that's another discussion. Okay. Thank you, Prabhu. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Vaincha kalpatarubhya chakripa sindhu. Patita nam pavnit vaishnavya namunamaha.